obviously something wrong even you know it's up to us to try to fix it but um, not really sure right now I think it's more of an offense thing or a defense thing um I your boy chris j and you're listening to threes from the ring your favorite basketball wrestling combat whatever compact uh podcast out here mm. and of course i got the bro on here go ahead and introduce yourself g sad and i have never fell in love with food before but that patello's italian beef i just had i want to marry you we want more Yes. <laughs> Need more. Uh, man. But, but yeah, so outside of Portillo's and all of that, and also trying to figure out where my money at. But <laughs> oh, but in case of that, it's been a very exciting, but also disappointing week in basketball. And I feel like there's a tune here that I'm just going to throw out the way right now. In terms of how I feel about this goddamn Lakers team. Hold on, where is it at here? I know I have it in this month. I don't know. But is it the so, Stephen A? The Lakers stink! I want to throw that in there, but it's actually a song that I need to throw in here. Uh-huh. But I can't find it right now. But, but until I do find it and will be played before we finish this rant, mm-hmm. all I'm going to start off with this podcast is. The Lakers let me down. They let me down. And it's it hurts. It hurts to be wrong. And I will say this. I'm tired of being wrong because <laughs> Datra has been right a lot. But this is something where we're both wrong. Yeah, we're both wrong. In the yeah, this is when we were both wrong. Now, yeah, we may be rushing and overreacting right now. But as of right now... My hope is at an all-time low, and I'm at the accepting stage. And it takes a lot for me to be the accepting stage for me not to see my favorite basketball player ever not play in the playoffs, especially in the legendary Lakers organization, where his sole purpose to be brought in was to bring championship basketball back to L.A. And guess what? We may not see even playoff basketball in L.A. this this season, which is very, very, very unfortunate. But let's start off with why we feel like the Lakers are done. And let me pull up their pretty much their record from this week, which is I believe they're one and two, which is very disappointing because last week we literally said they can't afford to lose any games, especially some of the games this week. But. Let's start off the fact that they lost to the new that they lost to the Pelicans. Did we talk about yeah, they lost to the Pelicans last week or last Sunday, whatever. And then they proceed to go ahead and let's see, I'm trying to make sure I find all 
Oh, they lost to the Grizzlies, which is a game they needed to win. That was a must-win at all costs type of game for them. And then they proceed to go ahead and play. They had the Pelicans. Again, they got their rematch against the Pelicans. They won very handedly. And then they proceed to say, okay, we'll go, we got the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, that was a close game. And that was a game that they should have won Based if you watched the game. A very good game. They limited Greek Freak. Literally, that was probably one, some of the best defense in terms of making Giannis ineffective ever. Like, I, like, I think honestly, that I was game probably, ticked me off more than all the other ones. Agreed. Just because I, I would say the first loss to the New Orleans Pelicans was the first loss to the New Orleans Pelicans was different. But the 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 loss to to the because I think if they want to won that game versus Milwaukee, the momentum boost. Beating the number one team in the well, the number one team. I mean, the team with the number one record in the league. Beating that team, it just went to it went and gave them a morale boost that they could have walked into Phoenix and dog walked the Phoenix Suns. But you'll get to that later. I mean, you'll get to that. Well, yeah. Well, let's just go ahead and say it. And then they proceed to lose the next night in a back to back to the fucking goddamn Phoenix Suns. <laughs> the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns. Let that sink in, y'all. The Phoenix Suns, who have the... Do they have the worst record? Them and the Knicks are fighting for the worst record in the NBA. No, 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 right they now. got a, a, I, th- I don't know, because the Knicks got absolutely slapped today by the god darn... Uh, they did. It was a point where they were down by 40. Um, but they had well, a, they, The Clippers had an 82-point a half, a first half. 82 points yeah, in the first that's half. I, yeah, like, it was a point where they were down by 40. But that that in itself states how bad the Knicks are. But at the same time, they have probably more promise than most of the young teams in my book. But yeah. the point of the matter is, you lost to the worst team. They they are the worst. Yeah, the Phoenix Suns are have one more loss to yeah. the Knicks, so they are the worst team in the league. So you lost to the worst team in the league. They have fifty one losses. In conference game wise, they won. They are eight and thirty two. Division two and twelve, and they in the same division, so you just gave them a free win, you Nimrods. Yeah. Home, they gave it. Gee, they're eight and twenty three at home, five and twenty eight on the road. They lost two of their last eight. They're currently on a one game winning streak, and you lost to the fucking Suns. And this wasn't like it was a close game loss. This was a oh we were down from jump loss. But that's but that's but like literally and just seeing that. Really, really blew me to the point where I was like, I don't believe in this team. And it's not because of really LeBron. Even though LeBron is having has his moments where he has his little uh, fits and all of that. But I understand his frustration. Because literally, you're playing at a level where it's like you're, you're pushing this team to be as good as you can. Even though you're not helping at times defensively. And your mannerisms don't help. But at the same time, I understand the frustration. I really do. I really, really do. But the point of it all is this. It's not, you can't even blame Kuzma. You can't blame Ingram either. For one, Kuzma's the freaking defending centers all this week. All this week he's been defending centers. He had to defend Anthony Davis. He had to defend uh, who? Jonas Valachunas. He had the freaking defense centers all week. And then DeAndre Aiden. 
who's <laughs> arguably probably a top seven center already in the league. Well on his way to be top three. So it's like, you can't just blame them niggas. Those are the three like you really can't blame. You can give LeBron some blame because he's the best player on the team. But you have to sit there and look at, look at Luke Walter in the face and be like, gee, what the hell are you doing? You got to look at Rondo, JaVale, Tyson Chandler, all the vets on the team, like KCP and all of them like, what the hell are you doing to, to like stop this? To stop this? Because you can't win a game and then proceed to and then lose to the Bucks the way that they did, and then lose to the Suns, and think it's sweet out here, man. Man, and then you probably that's a dual must win games because like I can see them winning the game versus the Nuggets. Just to get all that ESPN type press. They they can beat them. The Nuggets are so I think the Nuggets they, first so they gotta make sure they beat the Clippers first tomorrow. No, they they will beat the Clippers tomorrow. They have to. Zubak might freaking give Kuzma forty. He most likely will give Kuzma thirty seven points, but they still win. I think LeBron nobody on that Clippers team could detain LeBron. And Brandon Ingram has been playing really well. They can do it. I might get proved wrong tomorrow. If they if they don't do it, I'm look. Right here, as I said, the Threes in the Ring podcast. If they do not beat the Clippers tomorrow, I will not watch another LA Lakers game. I will I'm, not watch. I might not even watch tomorrow. No, nah, I'm a. I'm depending on how Ross starts off. I'm gonna watch it tomorrow. Um, but I mean, I mean, I'm not even gonna keep up with the games. You're gonna have to tell me what happened. I'm gonna take them off the league pass thing. <laughs> like you don't even want to know the score. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm serious. Cause it's mm. no point. You're not making a play. This is now. I'm, I'm trying to find scrambling. I'm trying to find another team to get me here. God darn it! But <laughs> look like it's Philly. But um, no. But seriously, uh, traders after Magic. This is my 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 thinking. After Magic gets like either Clay or somebody over here, bro. Fire Magic Johnson. <laughs> no real talk. Cause he can't build a team. Now, on the outside looking at comfort, when I when I saw the Lakers team last when they started in the in the uh, off season, and they was building a team, and they got Javale, all these people in, I really didn't care. I knew Mike Beasley was gonna get traded. I think we said that in one of our first episodes of the podcast. Like, Mike yeah. Beasley's gonna get traded. Um. Who else? It was JaVale, Rondo. So I Lance. thought Rondo, JaVale, and 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 what's his face was going Lance. to help Lance. And it just turned out to be a horrible niggas just enjoying that LA life, bro. And, and I hate the fact that Brian helped KCP get that money, or well, Clutch Sports helped KCP get that money. Cause it was keeping KCP. You should have let him walk. I get. You you could have got literally Iman Supper can do KCP job at the moment, Joe. Um, and Supper's he been the, hooping. He's, he he's, did he's the a, dumbest he's play in that Milwaukee game, bro. Literally threw it to LeBron where he had a person on his back and a person in front of him, and Burnham Ingram was open for the inbound pass. 
and you threw it to Braun and said you thought he was open. I don't even know why they released that nigga G. But I just I can't I can't fathom like Maddie Johnson made a horrible thing. And I feel sorry for like diehard Lakers fan. Not you know, Lakers is popular Lakers fan like ninety percent of the Asian fan base. But not just because, like me, I, I'm, I'm a Lakers fan because Braun walked over there. But I feel sorry for like the hardcore Lakers fans who and not the Kobe stands. And, and I don't feel bad. Yeah, for, I, fuck the Kobe stands. I, I'm talking about actual Lakers fans. Um, yeah, I feel bad for the people who you know who say this is bigger than Kobe. This is bigger than Braun. This is bigger than Magic. This is this is the 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 gold and purple, like them type of Lakers fans. The niggas who batter the floor seats. Uh, on their games when they didn't even make the playoffs, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, so just seeing, you know, how hurt they are through Twitter. Because these are the people who who actually love, you know, the Lakers. And just like how, you know, people feel about the Chicago Bulls. Like, you know, the people who, who were out, say, bumped the front office but love to see our trash and succeed. Uh, I feel the same heart for them as I feel for the Lakers. Like, it sucks. Because the team that, that built, you think it brought, and I think it's just so much of the losing mentality that's already there. It's a bad losing mentality. Brian doesn't, I don't want to say he does well with a losing team, but just the fact that it's hard, he makes other people better, but at the same time, like, when great players on his team not getting shots, it's really, really, really hard to make the role players good. Dude. Like, it was different in Cleveland. I think that it is here where in Cleveland, Tyron Lue is like, LeBron, play 48 minutes and do what you want. Luke Walton said LeBron come back before the second quarter even start and throw God darn Mike Muscala out there. And they proceed to be and down by God darn Muscala 20. plays. Because <laughs> literally. They got Mike Muscala for no reason, by the way. Exactly. Like, I, I wasn't mad at the Mike Muscala pickup. Like, I understood it, but you don't play him. Like, you may see him, like, two minutes a game. If that's the case, you might as well just play Mo Wagner. They're the same player. Kevin uh, Zubak. And that too. And if you were scared, of, if they were scared about the guy darn salary hit or whatever, you could have traded him in the offseason, bro. Well, he was going to be part of it. I don't understand why you put – I'm pretty sure – they got our LA Clippers took Michael Beasley off of pity. They said and, thank you because you're giving us Zuba. And then they released them anyway. <laughs> yeah, so they took the nigga off of pity. Like you could have really, you could have bought him out too. Like it's so stupid. You did nothing doing a doing the trade deadline, but give Mike Muscala and Reggie Bullock. And Reggie Bullock is the epitome of me. What makes Reggie Bullock different from Norman Powell? What makes Reggie Bullock different from OG Aganobi? Well, no, he all right. What makes him different from Arika Minu? Well, whatever dude name is for the Portland Trailblazers. What makes them niggas? They all play defense. (laughs) I don't know what Norman Powell does, honestly, though. But amongst (laughs) those dudes, all you name, they all play good defense. I would say this Bullock has played good defense. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's he, he's supposed to. So what makes them really different? Nothing. You, you could have went to go get those guys. Like, uh, no, I still don't know about Norman Powell. But 
like, it's just, that team sucks, bro. It sucks bad. And Braun doesn't get, when he threw that inbound pass, G, and it turned into a turnover, Braun didn't give one fuck, bro. And, I, man, what can you do? Exactly. Because I'm pretty sure deep down in LeBron's heart, he wants, he really wants to throw, uh, he really wants to throw a freaking um, Magic Johnson under the bus. Yeah. Like, I am positive in his heart he wants to throw Magic Johnson under the bus. So, but knowing he can't, and it's too early to do so, because, one, this is... This is Magic's second year actually building a team. And the thing is, the year before, they had a better team. In terms of, like, a team that was built, last year was the Bro, better team. They competed with the Warriors every single game. Even this year, they did when LeBron was healthy. So, it was like... Yeah, injuries suck. Yeah, injuries Bro, suck. That's like, that, I would still say that is it probably... exposed the team. Yeah, exposed the hell out the team because... Once LeBron was out, okay. Like, I'm not surprised that they lost game when LeBron was out. I'm not. But they shouldn't have lost games the way that they did with yeah. LeBron out. But I would say if they just – if they were smart, you could have kept the same team from last year and just literally threw LeBron in Julius Randle's spot. Yeah. Like, that would have made the most sense and then touch up the bench. Well, why, you, why let Julius walk? When there's never a guarantee of you keeping a, I mean, getting a player, do it because first it was to pick up Braun and get Paul George and then try to probably, I think the idea was to probably get Clay Thompson, do it Clay Thompson free agency, and you got your big three right there. Okay, you didn't get Paul George. Why let Julius Randle walk? Okay, you didn't, like, you didn't get AD. Why trade Zubak? Okay, you don't you you yo. It is going to be if Katie leaves, bro. Do you know how hard it is to convince Clay Thompson not to take almost two hundred million dollars from the place he won rings with? It's going to be very tough unless he unless he just legit wants to play in L.A., which is like an option for him. But it's more like you know take over his father's mantle and stuff like that. But his father even said, bro, hey, it is. I'll be honored, but hey, stay stay and go to state. Yeah, because he just knows, like, hey, like you. I can tell you, happy there. You're going to you're you're in a winning position there. Yeah. It's still un, it's still very unknown it with in Laker land right now. So, like, which I'm not mad at. Like I said, unless Clay just wants a whole change of scenery, then yeah, I get it. But other than that, and there's no guarantee if you get Jimmy Butler like Brooklyn. I heard. So like. What's the, what's the, who are you, Vucevic? I wouldn't even mind him getting Vucevic. Get the heck, get Javel get McGee though. Got it up. And I heard JaVale ain't coming back. Like, I, I feel like all the one-year contracts, KCP, JaVale, Rondo, Lance, like, Lance may stay. They may keep Lance. Like, I, Lance worked out. Yeah, Lance I will say out. this. If I imagine John, I, 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 I won after the season hit. Technically, freaking Anthony Davis is fair game. So I have a one on one with Anthony Davis. I have his one on one with his goddamn what you would call it, bump tampering at this point. I have a one on one with them. 
Say, is Anthony Davis committed to Lakers? If he is, tell this nigga to wait till the offseason or next or next year. If he's not, boom. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even clamor for Anthony Davis. Because any team he goes to, that team is not going to be a contender. It's not. Because they're going to the, the Pelicans asking price is going to be ridiculous. Exactly. Unless and unless it's like the Knicks six unless every, unless it's the Knicks. Yeah, unless it's the Knicks, but the Knicks is a different situation. Yeah, because it, it falls on who they get in offseason. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Everybody else has your price. Toronto is gonna lose half of what makes Toronto really, really good. Philly's not gonna be able to be in there. Boston's gonna lose what makes Boston great. That's even if they keep Kyrie. So like it makes no sense. Uh, that's why. But if I was the Lakers, Anthony Davis would be an insurance policy. I would legit seek after Clay Thompson and Vucevic, bro. Or Two even Bookie. People. Shit. What'd you say? Or even Bookie. I, I would go for Boogie. Boogie, actually, you're right. Boogie been showing. Like, Boogie's Boogie been like- showing. Like it's not gonna hurt, and like Boogie will probably love being in an LA, LA a Laker. <laughs> like he'll be the second, he'll be the second best option in terms of scoring wise, third and then some nights one. Third best option is scoring. If if, if Clay, is, if Clay, Clay is, if Clay is, there. I think biggest possibility becoming a Laker just because his father was David Thompson. I know, well not David Thompson, Michael Thompson. Michael Thompson, I mean not David. Like David Thompson, Thompson is David a whole Thompson different breed. That nigga Aaron. Like, yeah. Um, no, but uh, yeah, that dude. Like, that's the only reason why I like, like Boogie. Boogie is number two. I can see the Lakers picking up because it's Boogie. Like, he gonna it's gonna be hard for him to find a home this offseason. Uh, uh, if I was Boogie, I would show tell Toronto or freaking um. Ooh, if I was Boogie, I'd go to Milwaukee. Ooh, that'd be so good. I don't know, Boogie. I like the Milwaukee lifestyle. Yeah, I don't think Boogie would like, because, like, him and Greek, it's weird, because Greek Freak needs to be in the paint. Boogie needs to be in the paint just as much. But Boogie not like the floor, though. Yes, but it's different. Like, Boogie needs to be both. He's like a, he's like. He played with Anthony Davis. Okay, but that was different. Like, I'm. this is what I'm trying to say. Okay. With Greek Freak, it's like for driving lanes on top of the fact that he plays best when he's allowed to be the primary damn near everything. Mm-hmm. Boogie, it's like, hey, I want to get my touches in the hole, but also Boogie's most effective when he's also in the in the boards, getting you your offensive rebounds and all of that. So Boogie, it kinda, it's not I like a Brook Lopez situation. Like He's a better, bro, he's literally... Brooklyn with the ability to rebound and block shots. Dude. Yeah, like, but that also takes away from what makes Greek Freak so dominant this year. Was yeah, the fact sure. that Brook Lopez simply just wanted to shoot threes. Boogie Ooh, don't yeah. want to just shoot threes. That's the thing. <laughs> he's, right, yeah. he's, he's not at that point of his career. Brook Lopez <laughs> is like, I'm tired of getting hurt. I'm going to shoot threes. <laughs> he's like, I get to shoot threes? Cool. Um, uh, yeah, I, shoot. I like how this is a game of summer. Funny thing, anytime that we talk about the Lakers, it become a, a 
free agency of 2019 got darn taller, bro, because that's the only thing you should look forward to. If Agreed. you look forward to that. So, but yeah. yeah. But if but the point of it all is I feel like and I feel like this is the main reason why Magic failed this offseason with in this in the signing show now when you look at it long like as the season fell out. I feel like he didn't have a plan A, I mean a plan B. Nope. It was like he went all in for Paul George. Well, plan B was Kawhi, but Spurs was playing F you. But but like I feel like is he 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 did not have a plan a, a legit plan B. I feel like plan A was get Paul George and also get um or and or Kawhi. He didn't really have a plan B if that didn't work out. This offseason, he needs to have a plan A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Yeah, I think that's true. Because not having a plan B, Diddy, is I think that hurts the feelings. Because you need, because it's like I feel like t- like for a lot of people, like I said, like KD has said, playing with LeBron comes with a toxic media environment, but it is what it is. But you yourself, as Magic Johnson, isn't just enough to sit here and say. Hey, come to LA. I feel like that's not oh, yeah. enough anymore. Because yeah. for one, now you gotta talk a player, hey, come west, and also you gotta play the wars four times a year. So it's like, do I you really want to deal with that? What? You have to play with an extremely ball dominant player in LeBron. Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, also, anytime you do something wrong, if you thought the media was gonna be on you, imagine LA media on you. Oh uh, also like it's so much that come with that. Oh, yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah. So I, I can tell you what you like. It's, it's, he's not just going to be able to throw around the guy unless he has a structure of how he's going to build this team. Because now it's not the way the league is potentially going to shape up next year. G. Some people talking about Kyrie and KD teaming up. All right. Sorry about that. We had technical difficulties for a second. Uh, shout out to cheap ass cables, but uh, you want to continue, continue with your thought that you have going? Damn, what the heck are we talking about? Uh, yeah, I don't even got to tell you what, like it's trash. Yeah, uh, we're at the point. Yeah, where this point of all is the Lakers is just letting everybody down. All I'm gonna say is this maybe long term wise, I mean, short term wise, it may not be a bad thing that. Yeah. LeBron misses the playoffs this year. He may need a rest. He may need a refresher. <laughs> and all that. It's so, going to be weird. Yeah, it's going definitely going to be weird. Definitely. But I've never been in the playoffs since I actually thought about watching baseball. Exactly. See, like, but it is what it is. And like I said, this song will probably be something that the Lakers fans just have to hold, and me as a me as well as LeBron fans. We will get up, man. We will get up. Lakers Nation, y'all will get back up. Us LeBron fans, we will get rise again. All I gotta say is Lakers Nation better. One thing I better say, y'all look, man, y'all lost everything. Y'all been losing for the love for it. Just don't get mad at the, the fact that Brian came in. Don't blame this on Brian. 
That's just a losing culture going around. Exactly. I, I ain't got no blame except for the time she legit standing on defense. I ain't no blame say, on folks, though. This is maybe something else I'm going to say that may even scare, like, star players from coming to L.A., People kind of forget that LA fans tried to blame Dwight Howard for everything that year. Yeah, and didn't seeing how they treated again. Dwight, even though like at that point Dwight's body just legit let him down. But, but it, it wasn't even. But Dwight came out and said it himself, like he, he, because he wanted to be successful with the Lakers so much that he postponed surgery. Exactly, and still played. So I can't. I can't even really blame that on him. I now, know, but him, you know, his cheeks clapped by me in Atlanta, and that's all his <laughs> But that's a different story in itself. But, but yeah, I feel like people, players remember that, and like yeah. people remember that Dwight was a really good player, really great player at once, top three player one time. But like seeing how the media tore that nigga apart solely for like his body letting him down, it's still probably one of those things where if I'm a star player, I'm like nigga. And, and like y'all ain't gonna blame Kobe for that shit. Y'all gonna blame Dwight. <laughs> Fuck y'all. But but yeah, let's move on to uh, what else we got on this. Ep- uh, oh, the Bucks. So after beating down the Lakers and all, uh, uh, the other night, is it safe to say like even though yes they do have the number one record in the, in the league right now, like above all teams, they are number one. Are the Bucks a legit championship contender? Nope. I just don't. I I don't know how Arizona's are gonna come out in the playoffs. Greek Freak still hasn't proved himself in the playoffs because he's going to have to make other things other than the dunks. If he ain't gonna be able to get that jump shot together, his playmaking skills are gonna have to be on a different level. Uh, Brooke Lopez is Brooke Lopez. Chris Middleton is Chris Middleton. They're gonna be there. It's between, I'm looking at it right up between Eric Bledsoe and Greek Freak. Not saying that Eric Bledsoe got to go out there and have 20-some points again. But he can't shrink. He shrunk against the Celtics. Nigga was getting body. But Jason Terry made a name off of you. Terry Rozier. I mean, Terry. I said Jason Terry. Terry Rozier made a name. So, like, you got it. You got niggas calling him Scary Terry because he's apparently spooky. So you got... God, 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 that's why. But do, do I think they want to pick the, the Raptors? No. The Raptors, if one thing the Raptors got they beat got darn Milwaukee is, they got good veterans. Like, people who are smart and, and, and play best really, really good. Picking up Mark Gasol was really, really, really good. Now, yes, he only made it to one Western Conference Finals, but he still duked it out in the West for most of his career. So that... Forget he that swept some Duncan one year. What'd you say? Stop meeting uh, Garrett. But he swept some Duncan one year in the first round. Oh, yeah. We don't talk... We don't, hey, one thing we don't do is we don't have no type of Tim Duncan disrespect in this podcast, Chris. I'm going to need to get out the last time, all right, man? No more Duncan no 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 slander, all right? That's what like, number one. We ain't got no we had, so there's no Tim Duncan slander. But, uh, yeah, you swept Tim Duncan. Um, that hurt it to say. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, 
just going to – the fact that he said these regular season games are just practice for the playoffs. When the playoffs come, I'm going to lay something in my shoes. He's going to have to back up some words. So I'm expecting a lot of Kawhi. And Philly – Playoff Kawhi is actually a form, though, G. I know. I know it is, G. I know it is. It's an actual nigga form. Almost, he, the nigga literally almost took down KD – Got dark Steph Curry and, and Clay Thompson and Draymond all of them at once until Zaza Petulia left foot to stump to got down. So <laughs> I, I, I'm all for Kawhi running the playoffs. Um, one that Indiana Pacers team can steal a playoff series. <laughs> I'm sorry if that Pacers team is scary. <laughs> uh, and and the last. I'm not worried about the Celtics. They beat the they beat the Celtics all day. They, like Jason Jason Tatum is legit. He fell off the fan of the earth. But he is streaky. He's looking like Brandon Ingram before the All Star break. Like he has fallen off the earth, bro. Like the nigga had 12 points against the Houston Rockets. And this one, me and me and Chris had a mini argument on PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker locked that man down. A lot of people down. locking them down, though. And got the game. And he's in game still in turnovers. Like, it. Boston Celtics has no type of chemistry with each other. Like, literally, more, either the, no, the craziest thing is they go on the run if Kyrie off the court and on the court at the same time. G. But, like, the reason Kyrie needs to be a Celtic because they don't have a finisher, bro. Like, <laughs> when it comes down to it, yeah, they can go on runs and stuff like that. But when it's in the close game, ain't nobody on passing to. I ain't gonna pass to Jason Taylor to to put you know to put the ball on the hoop with 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 with, with one minute left, six points. I ain't trusting Jason Taylor with that. I'm trusting Kyrie though. So weird. I, so I don't I don't really care about the stuff. But Philly, Jonah and B getting rest for the playoffs. Dude. Legit yeah, I feel like rest. they literally t- they rested him a couple weeks and say, "All right, G, we just gonna make sure your back is okay. Anything else that's hurting, sore? Oh uh, yeah, my knee. All right, another week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they rested. So when Joel says that he's the best player in the Eastern Conference, so it it's gonna be the East. The the East is gonna be cold. But do I see? The Milwaukee coming out and going against the Warriors in the finals? Nope. Not at all. I we said the same thing about that goddamn Mike Boone holds the Hawks team when the ball swept them. Well, I didn't so. say that. I was <laughs> I, look, man. Look this He lied. They lied about that Hawks team. And all yeah, just so I'm gonna let you guys know. The Denver Nuggets that y'all love so much, that is the twenty nineteen version of that Mike Boone holds the Hawks team. Like, literally, yeah, though, I will say Jokic is better than Al Horford, but literally, <laughs> he is literally the final form of Jokic. Al Horford, I mean, Jokic is the final form of Al Horford. They literally play almost similar. I think Al Horford's just the better defender, but. Jokic is butt He's improved yeah, slightly, but. videos are showing how Very. But he will eat your ass up on offense. No, <laughs> but <laughs> but literally, but literally, that Nuggets team is literally the 2019 uh, Hawks from a few years ago. So that's why I don't believe in them. I don't. 
I really don't. So, besides the point in that, but I hear you. But I would say, like, just actually seeing them play, like, they are... They are close to actually to me being a title contender in terms of like, yeah, they do need another star. But just talking about this season alone, I feel like I need to see Eric Bledsoe play at a consistent all-star level because Chris Middleton has been there all year. He's been there all year. No doubt they all that, that, that player for him. But. I need to see Eric Bledsoe take that step as well. Because so, no, I you feel- got a question you asked though. Now, like, them coming out of the East, that's still, like, coming out of the East would be cool for them, and I still don't see them doing it. But, like, I can believe them coming out of the East. But actually contending against the Warriors, you tell me that team can contend against that Warriors, bro. Because that's contending for a chip. That's it's true. Contending against the Warriors. Reason? Like when you bring up when you bring up the Raptors, they can contend for a chip because I believe they match up really, really well with the Warriors. Same thing with Philly. You need to tell me that team can compete with the Warriors. And I and this is the thing I think as basketball fans we have a problem with. We have a real big problem forgetting what happened last season. Let's not forget that playoff for Warriors last season. Let's not yeah, I know that. I never I never will forget. That's why I'm saying and that's why regardless I feel like the Warriors is winning the championship this year until somebody proves me otherwise. But but the whole point that I'm trying to make though is my whole point is can I see the Bucks giving them some go? It's possible. But for that to actually happen Greek Freak has to play at a super LeBron-like level in that series. Uh, he got to at least he got average no lower than 35 points per game. That's the minimum. And, yeah, I, I'm saying no lower than 35 points. Like, no lower. And Greek Freak definitely could do it. Yeah, like he – like, Greek Freak will – in that series, he – he has to, from like he has to outplay like he has to be undoubtedly the best player on the court on both sides, which yep. is something I feel like he can. It's very much possible for him to do in a series like that, but he needs like I said, Eric Bledsoe has to play at an All Star level level, and Chris Middleton needs to be at a superstar type level. Which do I believe he can do? No. It's gonna so be that, so funny. Shut down. Just get oh, shut yeah, the fuck down. The fact that they gonna throw Curry or Bledsoe, Bledsoe ain't gonna have no more confidence, bro. Like real talk, dude. The way, the way this is gonna go, bro. Like literally, you double team, you double team Greek Freak, in the paint with. You literally will have to make Milwaukee trust Brook Lopez shooting, dude. Because you which double they do. team Greek. What you say? I said which they do. Like you have, but I mean in a playoff in a final set, dude. When, mm. when, the, when, when the Golden State crowd is roaring in his ear every time he gets a goddamn ball, you have to be like, you double team, you double team, goddamn Greek Freak in the paint with Boogie Cousins and Draymond. Greek Freak ain't making all shots. He's going to get a couple fouls. Literally, Chris Middleton gets locked down by a playoff KD because that's a bigger form than any of them. The playoff niggas didn't run. Literally, 
as 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 Clay Thompson is locking down either what Eric Bledsoe a name court, they're literally passing the ball back to Steph Curry because no one on that Milwaukee Bucks team can guard him. Like Greek Freak can't contain KD. Who on that Bucks team can stop Steph Curry? Not one person, bro. It's, it's, it's at that point. It's like, I don't even want to see the real Austin Bucks get to the finals. This is going to be a sweep. They're not getting one. They're not getting one. Uh, I hear you. Like I said, it's just a thought. Like I said, it's a, it's a thought. But if, like I said, it would take definitely a perfect world and also them having, let's see, because like, if the playoffs were to start today, they have the Magic in the first round. That's a sweep. That should be a sweep. Then they will have the winner of Philly and Bob. Damn, they will actually have the toughest road to the playoffs. Dude. The winner. You said what? Wait, you think Boston, I mean, Philly's going to take the other spot. They should. You're right. You should. You're right. But even then, that, that pace of series is still going to be sweaty as hell. Yeah, but they could sweep the Pacers by their brand of basketball. Because literally nobody on the Pacers team can stop. <laughs> Greek freak. That's how I see it. Like, I, that's not, like when you look at team, like when you look at a team like the Pacers, who who can who can when they go at LeBron, they can't because they can just throw bodies at LeBron. But it's different from throwing bodies at LeBron than throwing bodies at Greek freak. Because yes, LeBron is the better player. It's just that Greek Freak literally is too big and athletic and strong and stuff like and And with LeBron, you got to force him to make jump shots, which he will make. But Greek Freak's like, yo, he's probably going to try to force me to make jump shots, but who's going to be that person to force me to make those jump shots? Exactly. Nobody. <laughs> like, nobody on that Indiana Space of Like, literally no one. Like, Tyreek Evans? No. So... Yeah, like, like, regardless, like, that's, like, literally, even if, like, that's why I feel like if I'm the Bucks, you don't want to see Philly in the uh, conference finals. Like, you kind of, like, if you get the Raptors, like, I feel like Kawhi necessarily, it's going to be a, like, the thing is, the difference with Greek Freak and LeBron is the fact that Greek Freak is literally tall as shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that makes a huge difference. Like LeBron is six nine. Arguably six ten to some people. But Kawhi can defend that. It's the yeah. fact that you're defending a guy LeBron's size on top of that he's seven feet tall and just as athletic. Yeah. So, so if you're Kawhi you like it's legit ten percent fat. Like real it's tall. Less you than know? That. He, he yeah, he probably is a, but what you think he like probably like three? Four percent fat, like the dude between five he, and eight, because he he'll be catching a lot of cramps if that was the case. Man, he, what if he do catch? Fight through it. Man, look, man, <laughs> telling a professional player to fight through cramps is probably the most disrespectful <laughs> thing you could ever say. <laughs> Any athlete as a whole, to fight through a cramp, and fuck that, man, that shit hurt. <laughs> you I know. know I caught a mean Charlie horse doing the football game and thought I tore my ACL. See? <laughs> but yeah, but let's move on. Uh, Trey Young, man. Let's talk about our, my boy Trey Young, man. Yeah, so, you want to talk about how he for staring down Chris Dunn today? 
Yeah, let's talk about that first. For one, NBA, please. Stare down nobody is not worthy of a technical G. Now, if you stare down a referee, okay. Okay, I get that. But if he's staring down a player, come on, man. I'm sorry. Like, y'all got to look at that, G. Stop. He almost, look, man. You got to think about it. He dropped 49 on him. And then he was on the verge of dropping another 30 on him. Yeah. He in in Trey Young's mind, he owns his soul. So like yeah. I'm not but I'm like NBA, please stop this. G please. I don't like like some of these texts for Taunton, I feel like it's goofy. Because it's just like let these players play. Like uh, now like y'all didn't give KG a tech for saying, Hey Melo, your wife tastes like honey nut Cheerios, G. Y'all ain't give him a tech for that. Wait, so come on, yeah, bro. Yeah, like, Gee, they don't freaking tech stuff up. And he stares at a bitch while yeah. his three is in midair. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like, I tell people this all the time. Steph gets away with a lot of what if texts. Not even just that. Like, can Play, he claps the niggas' faces. He do. Like, he, like he claps the niggas' faces. Talks to Westbrook, talks a lot of stuff. Freaking Joel and B literally tells the reporters what he said to players after the game. Like, so all that, it's, like, that was just a bad. I honestly think, personally, if I'm the league, I found referees for bad calls. Like, mm. legit. And I'm not going to find them as much as players get fined. But I find referees for like, you know, they probably like, like probably a hundred dollars for something like that. Like it's not gonna. I'm pretty sure referees get paid decently. It's probably not gonna hurt them that much. But you do the same thing, like because it it to this point, bro. They're like one stage for being a police from WWE. I mean, I'm about to say from WWE from the goddamn real world. They like it's police, dude. Like real talk, you you can't do anything. Certain people get privileges, other people don't. Like, towards the end of that Boston game, G, it felt like the referees were trying to let Boston win, bro. Imagine, G, I don't like James Harden's style of play. But that was a foul that that, that Kyrie Brown fell, G. I mean, Kyrie and Jason Taylor when he hit that wild three. That was a foul. It was. They didn't get touched that man when he was going up. Now, that's, that's James Harden's skill and stuff like that. They didn't call it. Whatsoever. They just they're looking at him. And James Harden still had his hands in there like, of course. But he went anyway, so who cares? Like, I think that it is ruining the of the game to an extent. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be becoming unwatchable, unwatchable, but like, bad calls suck. And they should really do something about it. Oh, taking Trey Young out of a bull of random, both of these teams are fighting for Zion Wilson with the same spot. You eject the only dude that brings any type of star ability on the Atlanta Hawks on the Atlanta Hawks side for staring down Chris Dunn. If you want to stare down a coach, like you said, the other referee, shoot, you know exactly what I mean. All right, maybe the nigga already had taken the beginning of the night, so you eject him for staring down. Oh no, I would have to if I was our fan referee. I'm finding him, dude. Like, I'm fine. I'm like, fine. Yo, that was stupid. But yeah, let's talk about uh, Trey Young. Yeah, so. But yeah, Trey Young has been hooping. 
and I would say like since like looking at I'm on basketball reference and just looking at his stat line, I would say since we went into the year of 2019 in itself, he's had his fair share of really good games. Like compared to like the start of the season to now, like I would say he's definitely over 20, averaging over 20. But also just the fact that he has a lot of like double digits assist games as well. And then just the other night, he dropped over 40 points, dang near 50 on the Bulls in a quadruple overtime. But he was close to 50 before uh, the overtime started, by the way. But I feel like Trey Young is starting to get in his flow and be, and show why he was valued as high as he was. As well. And I would say he's making his case. It's a late case, but we still got literally still a month of basketball left where he yeah. can say, hey, I'm rookie of the year. Because the Luka, the Luka hype has died down. Consider yeah. So it's like, I feel like now we're, it's there. Like, Luka is still averaging over 20. So has really good stats and all of that. But Trey Young is definitely making a huge case for us uh, for why he should be rookie of the year. Not just that. Like, the way that he was scouted coming in like Steph and how people thought he was going to be shooting these outrageous, outrageous threes, which he can do. He can do. The way he took the criticism for his game, which was justifiable in the beginning of the season because he was taking wild shots and them Johnson were not going in. He was a very, very, I'm checking the balls type shooter. Yeah. But... He acclimated that game, his game, and started to be more efficient, which was a was helping the team as a whole. Because him and John Collins look like him and John Collins look a real, real good duo. Uh, Chris Couture got paid, so yeah, he'll check guaranteed. Um, Let's go. But, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we got something for this man. Because literally, G, we, uh, we 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 out here. Where's where's my holler at your boy? Hold on, Stephen. Here we go. But anyway, but yeah, proceed. Sorry, I had to let that out. Uh, but yeah, I I'm all for. It. I'm so sad that I think I got rid of him in my fantasy league. He definitely did. <laughs> yeah, I ain't get that. But um. But uh, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Trey Young. Yeah, yeah, see it. It's gonna be very, very, very cool to see how his game age throughout the rest of his career. It's gonna be really, really good. So yeah, he's not the next Steph Curry, which we probably won't see for a very, very time. But to get a Steve Nash two point oh, dang, ain't nothing wrong with exactly. that. Exactly. Exactly. Like like I said last on last week's episode, I felt like Steve Nash I felt like it was last week or an episode a while ago, but that Steve Nash is the more accurate comparison of who Trey Young is because like Steph can pass. Like there, don't people forget that Steph did lead the league in assists a couple of times, like before he became the god body Steph Curry that's overly disrespectful. But like I feel like he, but like that was just the way Mark Jackson wanted to run offense. So, 
Like, but Trey Young has that potential to be like he can't like even like in college he wanted to be a playmaker, but Ooh. he was forced to shoot the ball. But he also had ass teammates. So when defenses say, you know what, let the man shoot, then that's when things started going hit downhill for Trey Young. But but like I said, over time I feel like over the season Trey Young gained his confidence, started feeling okay. This is the NBA now. And found out how to get his game because I would say the main consistent was the fact that he was a great passer, a really great passer. But it's like now he's comfortable to the point where it's like, okay, now now I'm starting to get my shooting stroke now, no homo. So it's like as long as he carries this into next season, also bulk up some because last thing you need is to be uh, out here super skinny and getting beat up on like that. You don't need that because. It's for one. This is probably like the best generation of point guards the NBA has probably ever seen. Every team has a point guard, so you need to like still strengthen yourself up to go against like those bigger sets of point guards, like the Eric Bledsoe's, like um, Lonzo. Lonzo, who's by the way six six, um, Derrick Rose's, the Westbrooks, the um. Trying to think of big swole ass point guards. Um But yeah, like I can't think of many right now off the top of my head, but like also like, defending niggas like Darren Fox who gonna be got the Oh yeah, Darren Fox. Like gee, it's like you you just have like the next step is just bulk up and get better defensively. And like I believe like when it when we talk about this draft probably five years from now. Yeah. Trey, I feel like for one, that Hawks team is going to be in a way better place than even when that you could say with the Al Horford Hawks or even with the Joe Johnson, Josh Smith Hawks. I feel like like Trey Young and John Collins will bring legit, real fun, exciting basketball to Atlanta. Yeah, because it's it's there for the taking. Like it's there. Like like who will love nobody? Who I'm pretty sure Atlanta would love. To see Trey Young light up niggas, and then also light up light light niggas up from three, and then John Collins sitting there one million alley oop dunks from the man. Like it's like that was that's gonna be fun to see, and also also depends who they get in the draft as well. So, but anyway, but that's uh anything else you want to add on or before we move on to nah man yeah to Trey Young I wish this 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 rookie thing would have been way more. Um, like competitive early in the season, but it's good to see it now. Man, if he keep balling like this and Luca keep not declining but like slowing down, which I think Luca should do since he ain't in the playoff spot, it's gonna be and rest up real brother badly. But it's gonna be it's gonna gonna be good to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely gonna be good to see, and but. Let's move on to wrestling. No, matter of fact, let's go to UFC first. Let's do UFC first. So mm-hmm. last night was UFC 235, I want to say. 235 or 234? What happened? 235. 235. So I would say this was a very deep card. Like Robbie Lawler was in it. We had uh, Wood, uh what's his first name? Tyrone Woodley. Tyrone Woodley Ty- and uh, the Usman dude fighting. fighting. And then uh, who? Kamaru Usman. Kamaru Usman. 
And also, of course, the legend, the myth, the goat, John Jones. And mm-hmm. so, Wait, Cody I'll let... Garbrandt was hard. You said who? Cody Garbrandt. That look, man. He he was cold. He just started losing fights, but uh, he was on the card too. He was definitely cold. This, this nigga just started losing. He got knocked. His chin weak. But uh, continue. Mm. But yeah, so it was a very deep interesting card like i said gotta catch up on uh i didn't see the robbie lawler match outside the uh, angle slam highlight but um he's he's lucky uh herb dean did not stop that match because if herb dean stopped it he would have won but herb dean was like yeah g keep fighting and took that (laughs) l but but yeah but the oozman willie fight was a shocker for me Usman beat that nigga ass, G. Bruh. He beat that nigga ass, Yo, G. It was legit like the fight back meme, Joe. But literally, just Kamaru Usman, bro. He was... Like, didn't he outfight them by a hundred something like that, though? Fight this! Fight that, nigga! Fight that! Yeah. Fight that! Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely like that. But it literally... It was literally Kamaru Usman's hitting that nigga punches. Uh, he gonna be scared in yeah. that holding that belt. Uh, it's a I'm chance. pretty sure he Dana White's happy. By the way, Dana oh White's yeah, Dana White loved the fact that Tyron really ain't got that belt no more. He immediately gave Kobe Covington the title. He said Kobe Covington is the next. Which I can't wait to see Kobe Covington get beat because that nigga gonna get his ass beat. Fuck that MAGA yeah. ass nigga. Yeah. That's the yeah, only reason so I know dude is because he's MAGA. That's the only yeah. reason I know, dude, G. So, um, but yeah, Tyron, Kato White popped bottles in the same section Tyron Willie was probably at in the club they went out the woods because Tyron Willie got that belt. <laughs> but, uh, like I said, it's going to be to the drawing board uh, because that, that was a horrible loss. Man, he got destroyed. Like, G, like, th- like, on Twitter, they had stats. Usman literally hit three hundred more, hit him three hundred more times than Woodley hit him. Mm. A three hundred strike difference. That's ridiculous in itself. And the significant strikes, I think, it was like a hundred. <laughs> like, gee, he let this nigga beat your ass, G. He mm-hmm. beat your ass. And Woodley's good. He's very technical, so I understand like him not having a lot of strikes. But bro, mm-hmm. you eventually gonna have to say, you know what? Fuck this! I gotta fight. Yeah, you have definitely. to fight. No, that's that's like that's real. That's real talk. Do you like the fact that he just sat there and ate those shots like that? It's it was kind of like the same thing like Anthony Smith was going through with John Jones. Like both of them told you was like them niggas was just we was just off. Like you, I never seen Tyron Willie that long. I never really saw that Anthony Smith got fight. He's fairly young. Quick fact: that was the young. That was the first time John Jones ever fought somebody he was older than. Mm. First time. Mm. Um. But yeah, he was. He, he was like, um, I, I, but yeah, we could t- like Willie got his ass beat, so we can move to John Jones yeah. demolishing folks. But I legit grew much respect for Anthony Smith. For not only not taking that DQ finish, but also not getting finished in general. Because you know, look, bro, 
I got me and my brother. We're known for having a real tough chin, so it's extremely hard to like KO us. But it's to see those knees hitting his oh, bro, like the way John, like John Jones, Jones was fighting, trying to knock him out. G, not just that the way he was he he the way he was fighting him. G, like yeah, hard hits and stuff like that. Yeah, John Jones, but the like. The way he, he was wearing him down with the type of strike. Like, uh, when he had him on the cage, John Jones was using the goddamn bone in his shoulder to hit him in the face. He was shoulder striking the hell out of that, folks. <laughs> so, not just then, the leg kicks, bro. The leg kicks in his shin, G. Um, the elbows to the cut. The, 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 um, the front kicks to the chest and body. The, Yo, that, that. G. I felt those yeah. kicks, G. Yeah, <laughs> those kicks. Oh, like that'll make you. I'm not knocked out, but I tap because I'm like I don't want to go through this pain no more. Like that was, that was different. Yeah, just I grew a lot because he was not letting John Jones finish him, and I grew a lot of respect for him for that, bro. Like, cause John Jones, John Jones is. I hope that that dog still, I mean, cocaine things in real. Ever since he ain't going to cocaine no more, even a little bit trash in the fighting thing. But John Jones, he, he he really, really destroys people. And it's looking like when, when some of them light heavy going there against him, they don't know what to do, G. Because um, he just shut him completely down. John Jones stopped that man from punching him. And what dude did defend the takedowns really well. John Jones when he got his back at some point, he would have probably choked him out. But he 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 stopped it. He got them. Other than the defending those takedowns, John Jones just completely dominated him on everything. He was grabbing folks' hands. So yeah, John Jones is so technical. So there was a time when he was on the um when he got broke to the ground. Broke to the ground because he was hurt. That's the reason he was yeah, on the he, ground. Yeah. Hurt. John Jones knew what to do. So as the guy was on the ground, the guy was on the ground, John Jones didn't do anything because you, know, you can't really punch him in the same spot and leave a hit. Exactly. You so don't use that spot to rest. John Jones used his hand to cover his mouth. So yeah. He, <laughs> he, crushed, he said, look, G, you're not about to get rest, G. You're not. That's a different IQ, I think, since it's on a different plane. John Jones is completely dominant. I like. I feel. I feel sorry for the guy too because he looked like a nice guy. They said, like they did on Twitter, said if you come out, if you come out to the ring, glasses on to fight John Jones, you earn my respect. And, and yo, he earned my respect for that alone. He literally came out to the ring with glasses, like nerdy old glasses. So you know he has a line. He had so, to see. He Smith, had to see clearly the LG come was coming. What would you say? He had to see the L very clearly, G. Look, I look, man. I, I thought it was gonna be more fight, but like, like I said, John Jones should have done that. John Jones is the pound for pound greatest fighter in the world and all time, so he should have looked as dominant. Um, John Jones is gonna finish him too, but the fact that John Jones was not able to finish him, that guy earned my respect, bro. Like. And I don't know what's next for John Jones. You literally have to throw him super fights at this point. Because he, he he watched that division is watched. Like this this dude named Thiago something, I think, is coming up in the light. Hey, 
that dude probably is just a real, real untechnical fighter. And John Jones is just going to demolish that dude. So if it ain't Kobe, I don't know. Jones, I don't know what I think. It is what it is. Yeah, like. Yeah, at this point, it's just you have to give him Comier, or I feel like in a way, just move up to uh, heavyweight. I don't know mm-hmm. how that's going to really affect John Jones much, but I feel yeah. like, but he's a technical enough fighter where I feel like it's not going to hurt him much in terms of anything. So that'd be interesting in itself to see him move up to heavyweight because I feel mm-hmm. like all the, like, there's really nobody in the light heavyweight no more because, like, they said this was the next guy up. Yeah, he just. <laughs> Like, if this is the next guy up, then, hey, I really don't want to see the guy you just mentioned. I'm like, yeah, gee, we good. So, like, move up to heavyweight, go fight Cormier, and give Cormier his L, his final L of his career, and let him run away, mm-hmm. fade into the broadcasting game. But Man, he's really good at Exactly. So, like, it's going to be very fun to see – who they give John Jones next because I'm pretty sure Comier wants him, but also mm-hmm. wants to see Comier hold that L one last time to John Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I can't wait. So yeah, let's move on either. to wrestling. So in this weekend, WWE mainly, it was a very emotional but great week for everybody involved for Raw and SmackDown. So let's start off with Raw. The man, Roman Reigns. He was once fallen, and leukemia said, hey, what's poppin'? And then immediately afterwards, Roman Reigns rises and says, hey, F cancer, I'm back, my nigga. And that pop was very, very good. If they were in a real wrestling town, I'm pretty sure that would have been a way bigger pop. But regardless of the fact... I'm saying that I'm okay. You said what? Yeah, but but anyway, but yeah, but overall, I'm happy as a Roman guy. I'm happy to see my man's back. He do look a lot skinnier, but hey, but oh, let me say this right now, matter of fact, why this is on my mind. All you assholes, all y'all G that said, oh my God, this was a work and all of that. Nobody recovers from cancer this fast. First. Do you not understand that Roman Reigns is one of the top paid performers on the roster? Two, do you not understand that Vince McMahon is a billionaire? He probably has connections to some of the world's greatest doctors on this very on this green earth who can help when it comes to cancer for his for literally his biggest full time talent. And three. You niggas are some insensitive ass assholes, G. Dead ass, G. Like, it's ridiculous for you to think that somebody will fake cancer, G. Like, fake it? Like, seriously? For for ratings? This is the same company that goes out their way to literally... They they work with the Susan G. Coleman Foundation with, with breast cancer. So they take cancer in every form serious. So it's like, you really think they would do this for work purposes? You really... Really are a different breed of asshole, G. And this is my main problem with the wrestling community as a whole. But, hey, y'all got to hold that L. And when God pull up on y'all in heaven about it, I really, really <laughs> hope y'all have a good, legitimate excuse. Because this, in my book, 
this is y'all. Hold on. Where's my Snoop Dogg? Snoop Dogg. Nigga, you's a bitch. That's y'all, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. In any other way. Nigga, you's a bitch. That's y'all to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, dead. I'm not sorry, matter of fact. No, I'm not. So, hold that L. If you're really sitting there thinking a man with fake cancer. And that goes double for you, Dave Meltzer, as well. Because I know you want to give the man bars, too. So, if you want to go ahead, hold on. Let me get you live. Are we live? No, 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 yes. no. We, we, yes. Yeah, yes. We live. Yeah. Okay, so I ain't going to curse. Yeah, I ain't going to curse. Uh, yeah, Bump Dave is above everything stands. So, Bump says newsletter. People pay 10000 I mean, $10 to read some of my old dude believes that everything Japan puts on a pedestal is god darn liquid gold. I I, I don't care what he thinks, in all honesty. I think he has a media. I think he has a platform that he don't deserve. And just because you make assumptions about something doesn't mean it's right. Also, you hate the fact that you're not in the know about Roman's cancer. So what you don't know what cancer a man has, it's cancer, bro. You shouldn't even care. You should sing your prayers out. Trying to get doctors to talk about it's a reinvention truth. Joe, if it's dang a word, I mean, and if it was a word, the amount of L's they're going to take from goddamn other companies is going to suck. But even if it was a word, you're not even trying to keep kayfabe alive. You sit there and try to find some more people to trash your news with them. But to the fans who continue saying it's a word, still people out there, literally get off of your phone. And just get a smidgen of coochie, man. Like, just go do a it. Whiff. You know? Just sniff some. Damn. <laughs> like, like I don't, I don't promote a lot of things, but that's something I'm gonna have to promote for these. These neck beards is taking it to another level. Fans hate the fact that they're not in the know. That their Romans don't have his medical papers on the goddamn on his Twitter page in his back was Avis Avi. He don't have medical papers right there. Like, these niggas are the same, like, I can't, I can't, bro. I, I really can't. I, it's stupid. It, it, it really is stupid. I, I don't like the fact that people just want, and people, I think people want it to be a work more than, so. It's trash. I, you said, you said enough, like, bump defense on a lot of situations, and this is one of them. Exactly. So, but I'm happy that Roman's back. I'm glad he's healthy, and it looked like he and just in time for Mania. Like I don't think he's gonna have a big, big major match in Mania, but he's mm-hmm. gonna be in Mania in some capacity. That's what it's looking like. And hell, he look at this rate. It looked like they're gonna fight at Fastlane after yeah, him and uh, Rollins help Ambrose fight um the new Baron Corbin uh the new Baron Corbin stable of the month. So <laughs> that's gonna be interesting <laughs> in itself. But um, but Raw itself outside of that was really solid. Um, Becky Lynch got arrested again. Um, Before we even go further, Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey had a huge feud on Twitter this week. Oh yeah, huge, huge. I don't really want to talk about it, but it was huge. Like Ronda Rousey is trash on everything that is trash talking about. Oh my god, bro, she's so bad to the point that people said she took Becky Lynch trash talking real serious. Now, they have real-life time heat. So, if they do, it's scary. It is. But, uh, yeah, they had a huge 
It's like now, like they said, if it's a man, don't like Charlotte walk out of Mania with that belt because them two niggas couldn't get it together, Joe. Oh, we so bad, G. Oh, we so bad. But um, uh, yeah. Uh, the Ron, Ron would try her best with that promo, G. She tried. I give her that. I'm not a real big Ron to hate her. Like, if you're going to go out there in front of thousands of people and try your best or something you're not good at, hey, power to you. She tried to talk, yo. It just was like, I was rooting for it, too, when I was watching. But she stumbled across her words. It sounds scripted. Like, I think she's a person that's going to benefit from not reading off of a script and letting it come generally just by saying a lot of B words and stuff like that. Uh, but, yeah, I can't. I couldn't get behind it at all. It made the way because like the, the the storyline is really, really good that the title was basically vacant at the moment, and then Charlotte crowned herself as a self-proclaimed queen, queen, and you got those two gladiators fighting for that spot. But it's really like her stumbling over her. It really made that 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 whole situation trash, dude. like real. Bad. Bro, like Ruby Riot did not die for 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 us to see that type of promo work, G. At all, though. Yeah, all right. I'm finna get disrespectful in this motherfucker. <laughs> so, I expect you taking the nice route, but me, I'm sorry. I might have to get a little disrespectful right now. So, Rhonda, ahead of time, please don't take my arm. So, with that being said, um. That promo that Rhonda did was so freaking cringy. Like, gee, if you, I want you to rewatch. I kind of wish we had extra to help me with this, but gee, if you watch that promo, if you look at Stephanie's face, she's looking like, "Are you okay?" She's like Stephanie had that look of concern. She wasn't concerned about. Oh man, she's just vacated the belt. She had the look of, yo, why was she stumbling, stumbling and bumbling through this promo? Like, ablib, can you? Like, gee, it's like, okay, you've been there for a year, and then is Ron has been in a couple of movies and all of that, so I'm pretty sure she, you know, I don't think. In any of those movies, she had a talking, much of a talking role. But it's like, gee, if she's gonna sound this bad, then yeah, maybe y'all should just let her go off script. Just keep her, give her some talking points and just let her be free. Because if she's trying to memorize what she's trying to say, gee, gee, we're not in Chicago yet. We not at Philly. Yeah. I don't think is Brooklyn on the on the way. If Brooklyn nah. is on the way, oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. No, yeah, we got Philly. We got Philly and Chicago like coming. I, I think Philly this week today. True. <laughs> please don't put a mic next up, please. Yeah. But with that being all said, G, Rhonda G. If you if you're gonna leave after Mania, I won't be mad. <laughs> but if you're gonna stick around, maybe 
Maybe make Natalia be, and then stop saying Natalia's even better of a talker. But maybe you just need a mouthpiece. Maybe. If you're going to stick around for another year full time. But if you're going to be part time, maybe be, I don't know, put Paul Heyman on her or something. I don't know. Because it's like, it's not cool. It's like, these, like, you're going to main event mania regardless. Unless Vince McMahon is really triggered by those tweets. But once again, I feel like that's just the wrestling community trying to act like they didn't know. But the whole purpose of what I'm trying to say is like, gee, you can't be main eventing mania. You talk and you stumbling and bumbling, G. You're not helping the build up for the match. Becky Lynch is going to drag you on the mic. Charlotte is going to drag you on the mic. Well, a little trash herself. Well, exactly, Charlotte. but Charlotte's improved over over since uh, over the years. But like you, come on now, come on, come on. I'd rather hear uh, the other freaking uh, Funkadactyl on on the mic at this point. I don't remember her name. She's the other Funkadactyl. Funkadactyl. She was bad. Too. She definitely was. But the whole purpose of it all is like, gee, you should not be this bad. I don't think I ever heard anybody ever stumble in multiple promos. Multiple. Come on now. Like, this is me when I hear Like, it's that bad. It's that bad, G. Like, I'd rather her just look, stand there menacingly. Just stand there menacingly. It will me, it will have a bigger impact. But it is what it is. Ronda, please. But the women's title is supposedly vacated. But that's besides the point in itself. And then, uh, oh yeah, it was Ric Flair's birthday. Uh, and he didn't get a chance to really celebrate. Because the legend, the myth... The guy who just lost his job on Guardians, Drax. Uh, yeah, he's looking for work, and Triple H hasn't ref- been rep- uh, look re- replying to his phone calls. So he beat up Ric Flair. He- and he beat the daylights out of him. He technically did what I wanted Becky Lynch to do, but I was still right. Ric Flair died on his birthday. <laughs> it-, it was going to happen, but Batista did it. So it was more of a shock value in that aspect. But I do need to add the Batista huh sound effect though. Sound huh? Huh? <laughs> and he yelled out, huh? And Triple H was like, hold on, let me get back there. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. Like, so Raw was decent overall. Uh, anything else you want to add about Raw or Batista pulling up? Uh, uh, Ricochet and. Uh... And uh, Alistair Black beat. Did they beat the tag champs? Yeah, I think they beat the tag champs. Yeah, they did. Uh, which I like and don't like. I hate seeing tag champions lose to non tag teams. I really do. Um, <laughs> wait, that, yeah, you know that video, bro? Hold on. Because I just see that I scrolling down Twitter to try to. Oh, on, on some other things. But, like. You know, speaking of Kamaru Usman, you know that goddamn that video goes around of that uh that 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 Kenyan dude or whatever 
when he was talking about fighting. Oh yeah. And then he was like, you, like, <laughs> he's like, well, you could dance with the punch. And he like, pop, pop, poop, poop, pop, poop. Yo, they said that was Karau, that was Kamaru Usman mm. fighting. <laughs> like, you could dance with the punch, bop, bop, boop. But, uh, yeah, Raw was good. Raw been on the thing recently. Uh, that's what's up. I don't think anything else. People getting mad at um, them sexualizing Alexa Bliss, but them the same niggas who do spare coochie, man. May I just, may I just get a little? Taste Can I just get a whiff? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the same, uh, G. So I don't. I'm like, the nigga, that's not gonna get you the. It's not gonna get you the box. Um, like, if Alexa Bliss is all good with them sexualizing her just a tad bit to the point it's not disrespectful, then it's freaking okay. We, us men have to sit through her talking about God darn no homo. Um, what's his name? Um. Finn Bally freaking abs and them Johns are cold, yo. So like I, I like no, I I don't care. So uh but him and um what you call that the match too, Leo Rush. So oh, yeah, that was someone highlights of uh, other than like the match. very core stable that I don't even know why it's a thing though. But I don't every month he gets a new stable. <laughs> <laughs> every month. Uh, dance with the punch. But anyway, so let's move on to SmackDown. So SmackDown Brought back another return, but also a, a very horrible way to end Black History Month in terms of black wrestlers winning all month. But, so, SmackDown started off with the contract signing, what was supposed to be the contract signing of Kofi Kingston versus Darren Bryan for Fastlane. But, we get a nice little plot twist. And, my boy, the legend, the myth. The coldest man to ever come out of NXT in my book, Kevin Owens, returns. Ink takes Kofi's spot. In the very most Vince McMahon way possible, he pretty much said this. Hold on. Here we, are. Here we go. Booker, I, I, I think you're a little bit confused about your role in life here. I think you're a little bit confused. He pretty much summarized that promo in like one minute. And literally uh, said, hey, Kevin Owens, you're going to return. But also on top of that, we're giving you a title shot on top of it all. And just the simple fact of how Daniel Bryan sat down the entire time during that promo, like, unfazed, <laughs> made it golden. But I, me, myself, as a black man, I was conflicted because I was hurt for Kofi. But I'm me. The wrestling fan knows that Kofi's about to get get his moment during Mania because it's literally looking like that's going to happen. And also, I think they're going to Saudi Arabia after Mania as well. And Daniel Bryan's very anti, I'm not going there. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> they like, hey, we'd rather put on a black man than uh, uh, right now. At least let him have his moment and we'll move on from there. But, I am all in for Kevin Owens getting his title shot. He deserves it, and that's my boy. And I'm I'm also cool with being on SmackDown. I don't know whether he's he's looking like the face right now, but it is what it is. I'm happy that Kevin Owens is back, and he's on SmackDown. So I'm happy for that. You could let you, you want to give your thoughts on that moment. I enjoyed that. Same here. 
Man, just the unpredictable. Like, it's, like, you know, wrestling fans trash. So some people say, oh, but we all know the better man. Cool, but you didn't know Kevin Owens was returning at that point. Like, it makes... That's why I say the worst thing that can happen to wrestling is the internet. Because the stuff that we, we're not even spoiled with anything. <laughs> like, we're watching something like that. It's just going to be so good. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be so good to see. We're going to get a very good Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens match. Right Hopefully, just the, the WrestleMania match don't become a triple threat. Because I kind of want Kofi to win. I wanted like to be one on one. Holding his title in the ring and stuff. I mean, holding his title up. Uh... And yeah, the do they do in front of us champion. We're all champions type run. Um, it's gonna be a very quick transition championship, but it's gonna be cold. So, um, agreed. Uh, but yeah, should I name Randy Orton or something? But I, I enjoyed it. Exactly. So, I'll agree. And then Matt Hardy comes back after saying he retired because his hip was on the verge of going kaboom. And so him and Jeff fought the uh, the bar and won. So shout out to Matt Hardy making a return. And then this is what I would say was match of the night. R-Truth versus Andrade and Rey Mysterio. And beating both. The hold on to United States Championship. The let the black people hold on strong to our belts that we have left during Black History Month. That triple threat match was really... It was... Like really good, and yeah, I know that picture I just threw in the mm-hmm. kick chat was was different, but in that triple threat match was real freaking good, bro. So, oh, it's bro, I didn't even peep the Staples Center in the background. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> it was real. That should be our, our, our thumbnail, thumbnail, but um, probably it will be. But um, yeah, I just like the the, the god the chemistry that I don't know the kind of Alberto, there, but um, I dread to see him almost has Rey Mysterio, and the fact that Rey Mysterio is legit in goat talk because the nigga still got it, bro. He still got some things. G. Now, Fat Rey Mysterio was different when he was fat when he was eating off the WWE checks. He barely could do the six one nine to an excited in an excited way. Yeah, before he left, the man but was wearing t shirts. What'd you say? He was wrestling in t shirts. This Ray Mysterio right here. Oh man, yo, Ray Mysterio, this, that's crazy, G. That dude be wrestling forever. I swear. But, uh, like I remember, <laughs> like G, I remembered Ray Mysterio, G. But yeah, I, I yeah, I, I love that. That match was so good, and it sets up. Matches for Mania. I, but our truth is doing another open challenge. Matter of fact, our truth promo, even though it was funny, was one of the best promos in the couple of weeks. Because <laughs> the nigga, it was, I'm pretty sure they didn't write stuff for him. He just posed them like, yo, I'm about to go out and do an open challenge. Because they said, hey, our truth do an open challenge. But I'm pretty sure he was like, yo, I'm going out and do an open challenge and say, I'm John Cena because I'm the biggest fan. And then nigga said, I was John Cena's biggest fan growing up, and I think he's older than John Cena. He's way older than John Cena. <laughs> I think our truth is dang near 50. Hold on. Let me, let me see. Dude, they got his age on the website. I mean, on this yeah, app. Let me look up John Cena. But yeah, I, man, I enjoyed Dang, they really don't put a lot of details. Let's see. How old is our truth? 
R Truth is forty seven. They probably say. John Cena's forty one. <laughs> Yo, makes huh? it make way. <laughs> it makes it way better, but it makes it way. Oh, it do, but but yeah, shout out to R Truth getting this a nice shine right now, nice little yeah. a, because he might be retiring soon. Because like this is the only reason why they're giving him so much sh- go and shine right now. But it's, it's gold right now, though. It's very entertaining. We're gonna bring you a bad heal R Truth on Rob. Remember that when he had the elimination statement go. That 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 heel R Truth. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. <laughs> you know, that's how, you know my man was wearing suit. They legit gave R Truth a heel. They did give. I remember the heel. I just don't remember him wearing the suit. Yeah, I think it was like pink or something like that. Yeah, I gotta go mm-hmm. back and look at it because I'm now I'm curious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go. Dang, R Truth is the same age as Mark Henry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Kofi's 37. <laughs> it's yeah. funny. But anyway. Kofi's. Kofi's dog. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so SmackDown was very exciting. Then it ended with um Kofi and uh, Kevin Owens versus uh Daniel Bryan and uh that's Eric Rowan, right? Yeah, Eric Yeah. Rowan. So they we had the match and uh Kevin Owens and Kofi won. Look, it was still a very solid match. Very solid match. So, but yeah, like, I feel like it's people saying the road to Romania is looking weak. I'm like, nigga, you are on crack. Yeah, I saw some people saying this boring. T- I'm like, what is, what is wrong with people? Like, what? <sighs> like, this is probably one of the biggest sets up to Mania we had in years. Like in past, we was looking up to one got darn match in Mania sometimes. G. Now we're here. We looking to multiple but niggas. Do y'all forget we still got Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania? Exactly. Which now they can <laughs> actually like start building up now. Yeah, well, Seth Rollins. Done. You said what? Like Seth Rollins dealing with an. Yeah, I know, but for him to probably fight at fast lane, he's cleared by now at least. Yeah. Uh, when we are that, we potentially have Daniel Brown versus Kobe Kingston. Probably a, a multi man match. We most likely Jay Styles versus Randy Orton. Like this is this mania is gonna be cold and we're not even building up to the main card at Mania yet. Because we got enough, we got fast lane next uh, to Sundays. After that, the road to WrestleMania is gonna be different, bro. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be F fives, headbutts, concussion protocols. Chris Benoit returns. <laughs> Hall of Fame about like man. Oh yeah! Shout out to the honky tonk man getting inducted because I did, I thought that man bit in the Hall of Fame. G. Yo, I thought the honky tonk man was. In- like, how, how's the honky tonk man not in the Hall of Fame, G? <laughs> I don't know, bro. You can tell sometimes blackballer. But uh, uh Brutus Beefcake and um a divas next. Mm-hmm. I said Brutus Beefcake. I mean the freaking barber dude. Um, um I don't know why I said Brutus Beefcake. The barber dude, dude. Brutus the dude that cut her. Um, What's his name? With the big old scissors. Um, I know you're talking a, about. I just can't think of his first name. But yeah. And then uh, um, one 
OG women. One of the OG blocks from that era of Miss Russell. Meh. Uh, not Trish Stratus. Not, uh, is it Tori Wilson? I think, I think Tori Wilson about to get inducted. I thought Tori got inducted, but huh, okay. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Like, I'm not mad. Like, she, she was like the face of women's wrestling on SmackDown during that era, so. And I think, ain't that the one currently Undertaker? No, uh, no, Undertaker has Michelle McCool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Tori Wilson's is uh, married, but um, no, not to undertake here, no. But, yeah, so. So, yeah, but in ter- but I feel like overall the Hall of Fame is just set up to be the DX special. So. Yeah. That's why it's yeah. like they're being very light uh, with this uh, Hall of Fame class. Not in this Hall Heck, don't it's, know why it, it's, I don't know. I don't know what. Well, he could have gave up Kane because Kane is a legit mayor right like- Exactly, like retire Kane, but I think they want to do Undertaker and Kane together, though. I'm not, I'm not taking no brothers of destruction. No, I meant like, no, like they're gonna be inducted separately but in the same class. Then who gonna introduce Kane? They can do each other separately, no homo. That no, I can't, you can't have the person Steve in the Hall of Fame introduce somebody who else is in the Hall of Fame. It's not right. Kane has to introduce the Undertaker or Teddy Long because he, he always made matches for him. Do you got the, the hold on, player sound bite? Gee. Oh, uh, I got to <laughs> add that, G. I got to <laughs> add that to the soundboard. <laughs> hold um, on now, player. <laughs> like, hold on. Uh, but um, you can't have it. I... I'm tired with them. Keep, keep it real. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like, they, they may they add got, one last like major piece. Like mm. they got billions of people. Okay. No technical people. Though. Like Lance Storm still crying that he's not. Is Lex Luger in the Hall of? I think he is. Hold on. Is Lex Luger alive? Uh, let's see, Lex Luger. Hall of Fame. Oh, uh, yeah, he's not, but he is in this list of ten candidates who deserve to be in. Uh, <laughs> is he alive? Uh, is Lex Luger alive? Let's see, that's the next question. <laughs> uh, I don't know. He's still alive. Okay. He's sixty years he's old. About it's even an article saying why Lex Luger would not be inducted to the Hall of Fame. Hold on. Let me see if I can read this real quick. Yeah, <laughs> this so, was in 2012, he, by the way. He this probably be crap. Is he one of the people? Let's see. Lex Love Luger would not be inducted into the, uh, the Duddy Hall of Fame this year, along with the Four Horsemen, because of his involvement with the tragic death of Miss Elizabeth. And because of him leaving in WWF in 95 for the very first episode of WCW Nitro. Yeah, so what the heck like... happened to Miss Elizabeth? Uh, shoot, hold on. <laughs> hold Yo. on. Lex Luger, due to his close relationship with Miss Elizabeth at the time of her death, passed away as a result of drug and alcohol overdose. Luger uh, had I been living it. with her at the time of her death and was linked to involvement in heavy drug use with her. 
Bro, nigga, that's probably why you really don't even hear him mention that much. Yeah, well, you know, everybody. I don't think they give him the Chris Benoit treatment though, because everybody, some like literally, Shawn Michaels had to get saved for him to get away from drugs. Exactly. Uh, like everybody did the drugs back there. Yeah. I think Shawn Michaels. At least explains yes. why, because I'm like, gee, I'm like, they don't. Bring up Lex Luger much? Which yeah, is they don't. They don't bring up talking about uh, Macho Man. They literally don't bring up her name at all unless they're talking about. Yeah, that's the only time I ever here, so that makes yeah. sense. I didn't know he won the Royal Rumble. Like he has yeah, he a does. resume yeah, that he, deserves no, to be in. Like he has a good resume. That's why I was surprised that he got it. Yeah, so. that's a lot of people. Like they are running out of big names, though. Unless they want to start going with like Melina, but you will have to fill that with Jackie. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at this list now of like people who's not in it. Miss Elizabeth isn't in it. She's uh, not getting. Yeah, she's not going to get in because her and Lex Luger. Sure. Did Vader get in? Because I don't know how dated this list. Nah, is. Vader. He should. He should. Vader, Vader did just so much for wrestling in general that like he should. Yeah, the British Bulldog the big, got in, right? He should be. Nah, he should okay. be in. He too. should be in. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure he's another person that got bad blood with Vince, but I think he's dead as well. So. Yeah, he um, died. So. Eric Bischoff might get in eventually. He's in. He's in. Right? No, no, he's not. No, it's on his list. They say he's not in. Right, but that was in 2012. I'm pretty sure he got in. No, this this spend. is a dip. this list was made last year. Oh, oh yeah, that nigga yeah. got in. What so. the heck? Yeah, see, they put no. Dean Malenko in this list. <laughs> Dean Malenko. Yep, Dean Malenko. Nobody knows Dean Malenko. Yo, remember really, really, God wrestlers? And you said my nigga was, was Alistair Black with Kendo sticks, bro. <laughs> Steve Blackman? <laughs> yes. I had to shut my phone off, bro. I was crying, G. I was crying. <laughs> yo, G, that yo, that Facebook thread was funny as hell, G. Like I was legit just frying random people, G. I was like G. Cause in my bag, I remember watching the goddamn OG SmackDown Brawl. And God no, that nigga came back with them God darn tie sticks or whatever and started slapping niggas with them, G. And I'm like, who the heck is this guy? <laughs> I was like, who the heck is Steve Blackman? Steve Blackman was an essential figure in the Attitude Era, G. <laughs> Yo, this man was out for a white dude, too. Like, he was doing flips off the ring and what? Yep. This nigga Steve Blackman. <laughs> Like, gee, Steve Blackman was and known for those Kendo sticks. Was washing niggas with them sticks, bro. <laughs> like every hardcore match, that man <laughs> made sure he pulled them Kendo sticks out. G, the man slapped oh, Shane McMahon off the top of something <laughs> with a Kendo stick, and Shane went falling hundred feet into the air. Oh uh, yeah, that's the case. Shane, he said what? Every spot. Shane should get his own. Injury. Agreed. 
Yeah, low key. <laughs> low key. Maybe next episode we should like look into like who is it in the Hall of Fame, <laughs> like a little yeah, bit deeper who into it. Be? Yeah, who should yeah, be? Yeah, nothing. It's SmackDown. Which, which probably would a little bit. We could definitely do that. Yeah, so. that'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be dope. But that's okay. close out on that note. So. We appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, make sure you follow the Threes from the Ring uh, Twitter page as well at Three S from the Ring. Um, just like that, one word, no uh, no little gaps in between, nothing like that. But yeah, we appreciate all the support and all that good stuff as well, guys. Continue to uh, follow the brand. We are grinding for you niggas. But um, we appreciate the listens. We appreciate. Oh, make sure you share, like, all that good stuff as well uh, on the SoundCloud page. And peace. This your boy Chris J. Avidazay.